So, Carlin, this is day three of us watching Wonka. And with that in mind, you know, we have to find uh, fresh takes, fresh angles to look at this movie from so that things don't get stale. So with that in mind, uh, what do you make of the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to ban Donald Trump from appearing on the uh, presidential ballot in 2024 due to violating the 14th Amendment's insurrectionist clause? Wow, Eric. Um, I'm really glad you... <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm really glad you brought that up actually i was i was just thinking of the, a similar thing the real thing is um where's all the chocolate going to <laughs> you know we're talking about corruption in our own government you know this movie there's a lot about the chocolate cartel the corruption with that you know there's corruption of you know uh, bribing the authorities bribing the church you know and I think that's kind of how January 6th happened, actually, because <laughs> Donald Trump just kept giving people chocolate, you know, like, and that's how he got the people to come, because he said, yeah, guys, lifetime supply of chocolate in here, the Capitol building, right? And um, yeah, they went for it, man. And so chocolate's really great, but I think it can lead to a lot of um, sins in our society and mistakes because of the the way it bribes people, the gluttony, really gluttony and greed. And, um, but yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That was, a, that's a... yeah. So last night, you know, I said, I was wondering when this movie was going to start to induce madness in us. And, uh, I think we have our answer. Say my name. Timmy T. What? All right, everybody. It is day three of my week with Wonka. Eric and I have watched this movie three times so far. Today, we have on a very special guest uh, who happens to be uh, our very own resident chocolate historian. Max, pleased to have us with you. Hello. Hi. I, I don't think I'm a chocolate historian. Oh, don't worry, Max. You um, you fit the bill quite perfectly. I, 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 I do have some personal experience with chocolate. You I know, would not go so far as to say historian. Maybe dessert historian oh, a little bit broader yeah but, you know max but, um yes i wanted to actually ask you about that you know you um have come in contact with um the royal wedding cake from king charles and the late princess diana's wedding um, i have can you tell us about the um the chocolatiness of that well it's not a chocolate cake oh it's it's a fruit cake oh. um well that's okay is... because uh as we know after watching this movie uh, Willy Wonka is as nutty as a fruitcake. <laughs> That's nutty as fruitcake. <laughs> this is true. Um, so Max, you know, of course, we're bringing on new people, trying to get people's, you know, new takes on this. This is your first time viewing Wonka, right? Right. This is your first. This time. This is my first time seeing the 2023 <laughs> film Wonka, starring uh, Timothee Chalamet. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, Number one, uh, didn't have blue eyes, but he did do the sandwalk. So that's my Paul. Oh, that is that, <laughs> that's my Paul up there. He's my Paul too. He does do the sandwalk. I was I was going in there ready to really be upset about it, but then he does do like a little dance in the sand. Oh, he does, yeah, talking about the giraffe does more than a little bit of dancing. He movie. does. I think the exact Fremen walk. I have to oh. imagine that was going through his mind. Right. He, there's that swoop thing that you do with the leg. Oh yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's so busy these days, you know, they're just running him ragged, you know, back and forth between all these movie sets. Yeah. Um, so he was like doing a little Dune 2 prep while he was shooting Wonka. And sure. You know, and the, the, the chocolate, movie. the chocolate in this society is a lot like the, the melange, the spice, you know. The okay. Oompa Loompa in this film, he is able to destroy the chocolate. Oh. And since he is able to destroy it, he controls it fully. 
mm-hmm. uh, which I think is going to be really important in Wonka Messiah coming out in a couple of years oh, from now. Oh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Children of Wonka, that's yes. that's what I'm looking for. That's to. when um, we Children meet, of Wonka. We meet... That's just, that's that's the original film. <laughs> that's when we meet Wonka's son, uh, Leto Wonka, who actually turns into a giant giraffe. Uh, so, Wonka Max, too. <laughs> Max, this was your first time seeing the movie in full, but I believe you did have some previous experience with this movie in a certain you know i I did because i didn't know i was supposed to see it with you guys and i did not really want to uh go see the film by myself so i let's say i found a way to view part of this film um although half of it was in spanish Mm. um so i had seen the first 20 minutes but 10 of those minutes in the middle was all in Spanish, um, and I did not understand a lot of it, and I got a lot of advertisements for uh, <laughs> Indian casinos. Interesting. Which I did not click. Um, Didn't work on me. I'm gonna... What would you say were some of the differences between the um, English language and Spanish language versions of the movie? You know, I actually wrote some down. <laughs> because, I, again, yo, it wasn't much. But... Yo soy uh, chocolatero for masculine or yo soy chocolatera for um feminine part of my like that part of yes, my very, very good carlin that, um, yes uh, uh bleacher that was his name right yeah, bleacher. yes bleacher. bleacher i think i liked his dubbed over oh, voice a little bit more interesting. a little bit scarier and the dog they got a different dog <laughs> They had a different dog that was more ferocious, louder barks. I'm sorry, a whole different dog? They had a dog that was so scary in the <laughs> Spanish uh, dub that I actually remember being like, wow, Tibble. is that a dog was, or was, is that some sort of beast that they brought into the set? Was his name still Tibbles? Um, I, I don't Tittles. know. Oh, Tittles? Was it I still Tittles? Because I don't Tittles. speak Spanish. Um, so we are a pro voice work podcast. So do you want to give us like a little quick Yeah, let me of- let me... Um, Spanish language bleacher or Spanish language tittles. Let me, I'm going to have a little bite of chocolate in a second. You might want to cut that. All right. So here's the dog in English. It was kind of like a rough, rough, rough. Now here's the dog in Spanish. (laughs) You can tell the difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can hear the teeth in the Spanish. It's giving like velociraptors from the Jurassic Park movies. Yes. It's kind of like. This is good. This is good. Now, Max, you said that this um, Spanish language dog almost sounded like uh, more like a beast than a dog. Uh, speaking of beasts, uh, I couldn't help but notice this time, and I couldn't help but notice it because this is the third time I've seen this movie, so I have to, you know, find ways to keep it interesting. Uh, in the opening minutes of this movie, during the opening number, "A Hat Full of Dreams," you see a truck drive through the frame that says "Moreau et Fille," which is French for Moreau and Sons. Do you think that this movie, in addition to taking place in the Wonka cinematic universe, is teasing a crossover with Dr. Moreau of the island of Dr. Moreau? Now, could his island be one of the islands that Wonka visited during his seven years oh. of travel? Now, you're not going to believe this. I That's actually the second note that I have down No here. fucking it's way. Moreau car, question mark. <laughs> Um, Some of you listening may not know this, but in addition to being a resident chocolate historian, Max is also a resident island of Dr. Moreau historian. A real real H.G. Wells head. Yes, it's very uh, fortuitous that we had him on uh, today. What's crazy is that a mutual of mine on the website Tumblr was talking about Moreau today. Mm, Um, And we came to the conclusion that uh, Moreau 
should kind of be included into the furry lexicon. Oh, of course. Uh, as like a new way to explore the realms of surgery sex oh, from the right fantastic right. film um, Crimes, Crimes of the Future. Crimes of the surgery future. is yes. the new sex, baby. Surgery yeah. is the new sex and Moreau is the new furry. Yeah. Uh, and this is the new Wonka. Oh. I don't think so. I don't I don't think there is going to be a crossover there between the Wells and the, the doll canon. Although there was somebody named Dorothy in this film and I was like... Yeah. You mean from like the old movie? Mm-hmm. So maybe the Wizard of Oz. That the Wizard movie. of Oz. Yes, yeah. and and the Twits show up in this film, at the end. Ooh. Yes, they turn into the Twits, who are not green and blue. I got this from the Wikipedia page. I'll be honest. On the Wikipedia page, they say that uh, Bleacher and Mrs. Scrubbit, Mrs. Scrubbit, turn into the Twits at the end. Oh, uh, the Twits of what? You not know the Twits? I don't know the Twits. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, anti-Semitic Roald Dahl book. Oh. See, this is why it's so great that we now have um, the Roald Dahl story company yes. controlling the film and TV rights of yes. the Roald Dahl canon mm-hmm. because, you know, like we need to open the schools, right? Our institutional knowledge mm-hmm. is failing us. People don't even know the twits anymore. They don't know the twits. Where's they, the they, peach? What's that? Where's the peach? Where? Where is the Where's peach? Where's the peach? Where's that sexy spider? Right. Inside the peach, that sexy French woman, oh, man. spider. You know, you know who's also asking where the peach is? Uh, Timothy Chalamet yeah, this, in this, 2017. This oh, that's where the peach is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys uh, see that that clip where it's like, uh, I think it's Timothy and Hugh Grant. It's him and someone else in the movie, and they're getting interviewed. It's not Hugh Grant, because I don't think he wants to do any more interviews than he has to. But it's <laughs> him and someone, and he's getting interviewed by kids for some like oh, sure. gimmick. Yeah. And at the end of the interview, the kids are like, Thanks, Timothy. You're a real peach. And he, oh. like, he you do? can see him stopping himself. And someone paid that kid to do that. <laughs> He's got the dirtiest little grimace. Let me, while we're talking about other classic works of literature, yeah. um, this movie begins as Les Mis, right? Yes. I yes. don't know. I haven't listened to the other episodes of the podcast. Um, we haven't talked about it, but I have but, been thinking about it. Yeah, so I feel like for... we should put that on the table. Yes. This movie starts out with Willy Wonka being abducted into that, like, those two, I guess everybody in Les Mis is French, but those two really French people's, like, cleaning house where they keep Colette. The, the, t- the Tenardiers. Yeah. And it's Cosette, not Cosette? Colette. Cosette? You're thinking of Ratatouille when you say Colette. I am thinking yeah, of Ratatouille. That's um, right. The other, the only other French film. Yes. It's interesting you mentioned that. Besides that one that Twelve Monkeys is based on. Because Olivia Coleman, who plays Mrs. Scrubbit Mrs. in this Scrubbit. movie, she played Madame Thenardier in an adaptation of Les Mis, but mm-hmm. it was not a musical adaptation. It was just like a straight adaptation of the book. But perhaps Paul King was intentionally drawing some parallels there. Maybe she brought casting. something of that role. Yeah, she brought some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of other Les Mis parallels, though. Jean no. Valjean does not show up. Um, I guess Javert is kind of there. Keegan Michael Key, yes, oh, Key yes. kind of standing in for Javert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jean Valjean is in this. I guess it's kind of like Wonka. Yeah, I mean, Noodle is sort of Cosette. They both have, like, I mean, bizarre is, superpowers. Is Wonka just... Jean Valjean, then, if Noodle is Cosette, he sort of rescues the young girl. Yeah, he, I, he doesn't steal bread. He steals the milk. Right. I don't think we see any bread. Hey, hey, There's hey, a hey, priest. I, I think the milk was given pretty, you know, 
the, he he did give that draft those 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 mints um and they did sing the draft a nice little yeah. song so i th- i think the draft wouldn't milk i have them. things said about the draft oh I, I don't know do we have like a structure here that we should be following well, we, we we did have a or i had sort of an internal structure but we kind of got ahead of ourselves to the bits um before we sort of you know well did, let's like, the let's, meat of it, let's I, get back on track I, right i saw an opportunity present itself to launch into the moreau thing well i just i guess first the first thing i wanted to ask is just what did you think of the movie we did not yeah what are uh, your initial impressions as i said yesterday in my disclaimer we do not talk about the movie with each other or with our guests after we leave the theater um we had to physically restrain max from talking about the movie it's by pumping him full of chocolates oh yeah <laughs> we, we got chocolates pulled Stop. off at a grocery and, and store get me some chocolates which they're not there was no mr beast bars there mr beast by the way i don't know if you guys are still keeping up with the beast i don't know if uh, I want was this i ever i don't know I mean, I feel like we watched a lot of Mr. Beast. <laughs> what about? Come on, come on. I really appreciate those moments Get to the that point. we shared. But uh, Mr. Beast, about I'm gonna say seven months ago. Oh fuck. Um, and Carlin, you check that. Check that. Um, <sighs> he released a video where he was Willy Wonka, and yes. he built a chocolate wonderland that people had to solve challenges to get through. Um, and here's another fun fact that we did not learn until a couple weeks after this video came out, which was Mr. Beast was on a two month fast where he ate no food, um, at this time as one does during a fast for a challenge where he would eat nothing. All he had was water. Um, and he had to do this video like that, which I remember when I watched this Willy Wonka video, I was like, he looks more soulless than usual. It turns out it's because he had not eaten in two weeks. I mean, is there a way to prove that he wasn't eating for two weeks? He looks really bad in that video. I don't know. Yeah, He's got money for like some <clears throat> some high-end like makeup artist. To... He could just like look bad. I guess that's true, too. Yeah. It's just looking worse, you know. Anyway, um, um, chocolate's okay. Yeah. Actually. Well, you know, there's chocolate. I mean, there's chocolate. <laughs> I I should give a little bit more background in my own history of Willy Wonka. Oh, please, quick. please. Yeah. So that way, you know, it's it's fair, which is to say, in middle school, in sixth grade, there was a production of Willy Wonka. Oh yeah, Willy Wonka Junior. Mm-hmm. Which I same thing I started. Did not get the role of Willy Wonka in. Oh, I did. Sorry. D- different productions. <laughs> different productions. And, I was very upset about it, and I kind of had this feeling of of rage. Oh, man. Towards the person who did play Willy Wonka. And really, anybody else except for Gene Wilder, who would eventually go on to play Willy Wonka. Uh, that actor in Max's sixth grade class? Tom Holland. So you <laughs> thought was, I was going to say Timothy Chalamet. It was Tom Holland, yeah. I did not know that you also played Willy Wonka, Carl. Oh. So that kind of... Ooh. an energy now. <laughs> a little My roommate was in the production, though. Uh, oh. She played Augustus Gloop. Oh. Were you in it at all? No. Skill issue. No, I did, I decided <laughs> not to be when I did not get Wonka. They said there's no small parts, only small actors, but I'll tell you what. The Oompa Loompas. Uh, there are, yes, the Oompa Loompas, <laughs> those are small parts. Max, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah, it's, you know, um, in, in the first episode, I'm not going to go into I've the whole I've been to thing. a chocolate factory, too. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but, you know, Paul King did, like, ask me to play Wonka, but I couldn't. Um, but but, but I'm, I'm sorry. Because he wasn't able to read the script. Yeah, yeah, I am a little... <laughs> Just like Wonka, man. <laughs> I know, like, I thought it would have been perfect. They should have given me, like, oral kit cues, but... <laughs> Aural <laughs> cues. That is A U R A L. Max, we still have not heard 
your opinions yeah, on you... this movie. It's not bad. It's okay. Um, oh, yeah? I like this movie more than I thought I would, which is unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate because... Because you... I'm saying it into a microphone that's going to go onto the internet. Mm. So now everyone will know that I thought Wonka was okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I agree it is unfortunate that you liked the movie, um, just in the sense that I was kind of hoping, you know, it's day three. I was worried we might be getting into a bit of a rut here, a bit of a holding pattern. Oh, yeah. Um, and I thought that you might bring, like, some fresh hater oh, energy. Don't get me wrong. To the proceedings. There's a lot to hate about this movie. Yes. Oh, do tell. There are there's a couple things in it that I liked enough that I'm like this is right. not a bad. Sure, movie. you want to you want to start with the positives and then go into the. Let's negatives. start with the and positives. We'll, we'll try One, to keep from derailing you. Of this course, is a good this. Christmas movie, like good Christmas oh, yeah? time yes. movie for the family. Lots of bright colors on the screen for the children. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some jokes in it. And some of them are even good. Um, I actually, I ha- I stopped writing down when Carlin laughed at the movie. Um, because even before the first act, I had like four separate times Carlin laughed. And I, well, I even laughed once. I thought I was um, laughing less this time. No, I'm I see. Earlier, I made reference to um, like trying to figure out the exact moment when this movie broke our brains. And I was able to pinpoint it down to the second. It was during this, the third viewing. Um, and I'm going to hold the mic away from my face when I quote this line. It was when Willy Wonka says, Bingala! <laughs> and Carlin doubled over and laughed for a minute straight. That wasn't even the first time he did it. A whole minute? That wasn't yeah. even the first no, time he did it. it was the longest time that he did it. It was the longest and time. And I think it was just like, it was a sign of recognition because Carlin quoted that line on the pod yesterday. yesterday. He like heard Wonka say it today. He's like, I said that, I know that. And then he laughed for like a minute straight. And then other people who weren't laughing at the joke were laughing at him laughing. There was a lot of people in that theater that I think were laughing directly at Carlin. Yes. It was a and full theater. And there were a lot of lines that were Damn. not funny enough to laugh at, but Carlin was was losing it. Right. I'm not going to say that I saw people turning and pointing, <laughs> but I could feel that. But I could feel people behind us pointing at him. speaks to the power of Look this, at this clown in the as a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. Because... It's it's a Christmas movie because it's about spreading Christmas cheer and oh, yeah. Carlin is spreading the gift of laughter Aww. to these people who otherwise Yay. would not have been laughing. Yeah, yeah. They, Except for when Rowan Atkinson was on screen. People they, were laughing. They, they they liked, were, people loved Rowan Atkinson. They liked, I'm a Black Adder fan, yeah. so I was very happy to yeah. see him there. I definitely um, uh today uh was the biggest day for him out of the three times. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, have, have you guys seen the Black Adder Christmas Carol? No. I have not. It I is worth a watch. Is it. that is it that is Roman Atkinson? It is. He um he he plays in the Hey, we're not show. here to uh we're not here to uh, sponsor uh, whatever this is. We're here to talk about Wonka. What other things all right, did you all like? Right, all right. <laughs> what other things do I like about this movie? Um colorful. Colorful movie. Colorful, yeah. Can't say that about too many films I've seen recently that make me go, you know what, there's a lot of nice colors in this. Wonka had a lot of nice colors. Mm-hmm. There's the balloons, mm-hmm. there's flamingos. Um, there's a lot of brown because it's, you chocolate. know, he does chocolate. A lot of the chocolates are colorful, which that's, I didn't like that actually. Interesting. Thumbs down on that and we can get to that. Okay, but, uh, okay. what else did I like about this movie? Do you like any of the songs? Uh, you know, yes. Yeah, yeah? I did. Yeah. I don't think any of them are, are good songs, but I like, a. I don't know. I'm not a musician, right? So I can't get into it too much, sure, but, sure. you know, I like a little song that, kind of shows up once and then comes back later oh yeah and there's some differences which is it's good because a little as, reprise uh we, we did not talk teeth. about the film at all 
on the way here, but we did make sly passings towards it. And yeah. as we we were humming, kind listening. of mentioned me and Eric in the car, there are like only about five songs in this movie. I said seven, but it's somewhere between. I think it's less somewhere than between seven. five and seven. There's a lot of variations. So I guess six, actually. Oh, wait. Need I need to bring this up. This is a very important thing uh, about the songs. Um, in the song Scrub Scrub, or I think it's in the reprise, the reprise of I Scrub, like Scrub Scrub, Scrub. Scrub uh, they sing, we never change our song. Like this in the second time they're singing it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Do they in the in the um, scrub and bleach indenturement slavery that they're part of? Do they sing Scrub Scrub every day? I think it's um it's a metaphor. Like yeah. it's saying that like they never That's change true. their routine. They do That's the same true. routine every but, day. So Wonka doing something but, different is changing the song. But for the bit, um, you know, we're we have to watch this movie like for a whole week, and that's right. that's pretty grating, right? But sing, they have to sing the song, perform every day, and they still only get one sovereign a day. Oh my god, can't believe it. Max, any other um things about the songs or any? Shall we go into your distaste? Well, I actually do have more of a question really ask about the songs please um or perhaps a it's something here that that changed my perception of the world of the film really so as you mentioned yes they do say that they sing this song every day um and presumably the oompa loompas are also singing mm-hmm. because that is what oompa loompas do oh, oompa yeah. loompas do <laughs> oompa loompa um <laughs> But Wonka gives a chocolate. He gives a Broadway chocolate to a woman on a trolley. Um, And she eats the Broadway chocolate, Wonka says. It'll make you sing and dance. And then everybody on the trolley starts singing and dancing. But this is in the middle of a song. Yes. Yeah. We we discussed this very thing last night. Yes. And and Keegan, Keegan Michael Key, in one of his musical numbers, he says, why am I singing all of a sudden? So it seems to be... After he'd already been singing in the song. It seems to be that there are moments of non-diegetic musical yes. numbers and moments of diegetic musical mm. numbers and the the line there is unclear as yes and as i said last night um paul king and his collaborators i believe um joby talbot is the name of the composer and neil hannon is the uh, lyricist um they're cooking up some very advanced stuff here and i think um we will only continue to borhasian the sorry what was that borhasian yeah mm-hmm. yeah We'll continue oh, to... Oh, un- yeah, I love Borges. Yeah, Sorry. like Borges, yes. Yeah. Sorry, so the, the line between what is true and untrue. Right. Uh, I got a favorite line here. Yes. Uh, it was... Was it uh, Bingala? It was not. <laughs> I thought that was terrible. It just made I, me think I about agree. Big Bang Theory. I wasn't happy about it. I don't know why you said What's that. What's your favorite line? My favorite line, I, I don't have the exact wording on it, but it is when uh, Keegan-Michael Key is looking down... He's like, we've got to catch this Wonka. I've got a, his, his, I was going to say his fur. I've got his cloak here. He was in the sewers. We've got to catch him. And Constable Affable says, is this really the most important thing we should be doing right now? What about all those unsolved murders? Keegan-Michael C. says, we don't have to worry about those. I, that was my favorite yes. line. Um, because, <laughs> what? You know, actually, Max, we... We so, haven't seen any murders. So we Who's were, doing these murders? We, we were, They're we, unsolved, so they probably happened before the events of the is movie. Is there a no, serial Max, killer? Max, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, because yesterday we were talking about, um, you know, potential for, like, Makeup Award and how this has a lot of, like, dumb, unfair, like, fat humor. And, like, that moment is kind of, like, when Keegan-Michael, he is introduced like, okay, he's fat now because he's eating all this chocolate. And that is a, and that is, I, this was my first time picking up on that joke. That is a brilliant joke, mm-hmm. but 
Um, I mean, I could tell our aud- our audience was laughing at like, oh, Michael Key's fat now. Huh. I really felt for uh, Keegan mm-hmm. um, as someone who has somewhat recently been having issues with their knee. Um, I know how difficult it can be to get out of the back of a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really felt for him when he was struggling to get out of the car. I was like, yeah, yeah, well, my knee's, you know, all swollen up from arthritis. That That's kind of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, except people aren't, like, pointing and laughing at yeah. me, uh, which is sad. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, though. I, I didn't have anything to say, actually. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Did you um? Did you have any other positives for the movie, or did you want to get into some of the things that didn't work? Let's look for through you? my notes real quick and see if I had any other positives here. Uh, let's see. Carlin laughed at Wonka saying the worst. Carlin <laughs> laughed at uh, something here. Chuckles. I don't really know what that means. Oh, Chucklesworth. Car- yes, Chucklesworth. Yes, yeah. you laughed at Chucklesworth. Carlin He's grown on me. Oh yeah. <laughs> laughed at Wonka being illiterate. Uh, yeah, he's like me. Carlin laughed when Wonka said, "What? You've never had chocolate?" Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> this line. Terrible Jim Curry or Jim Carrey impression. Um, and I think that's all the positives that I have here. Everything else, oh, the Umpa Loompa. Oh, Hugh Grant, yeah, fantastic. Tragically good is what I've written down here. Tragically good. Why? Why tragic? I I don't like the Umpa Loompas. I think that they're gross. Uh, both to look at, but also just like in idea. I think right. you know the usage of the Oompa Loompas is is yeah, the, these, gross. Yeah, yes. these these miniature slaves of uh, of another species. Yes, yes. And I, and I think it's um, and I can't take credit for this. This is a conversation I think I actually had with you and uh, uh, perhaps a future guest of this show. So I won't say his name. Um, when we talked about the fact that it, it seems very deliberate that the Oompa Loompa in this movie is like eight inches tall and so it takes him out of the realm of being like plausible human height and into just sort of being like a fantastical creature uh in an attempt to sort of get away from the yeah so is that like oh yeah is that a book thing why was he so small he was like a borrower he he's he's not that small in the book or the original movie i think like that is a choice that they made to kind of skirt around some of the traditional issues with the yeah character. max do you remember the conversation where you told me where you said why they casted hugh grant specifically as as the oompa loompa do you remember this oh god um i don't remember it, you were I, saying I, I think i know why they did um go ahead because i don't remember you told me or you were you were speculating with us because I, I remember we were trashing on this trailer months ago that they you know like Eric said, they're trying to, you know, modernize this, but get the idea of the Oompa Loompa without alienating people and, um, you know, making them like this exotic, weird um, worker thing. So they're making this new smaller version CGI uh, with the paisleyest, whitest, uh, little good British boy Hugh Grant that there is. Yes. Yeah, and I still think that's true. Um, but I have more questions now. Oh, For instance, ask why were they dressed as uh, the Swiss Guard? Oh yes. Um, why did they well, have boats? Why did he have a captain's outfit so on? I guess this is the first time. Are the Oompa Loompas themselves now colonizers? Well, also, I think I think Loompa Land—that's just their native homeland, and it's like a tropical island. I think this is the first time Loompa Land. So much industry. I, I think that might actually be something from the books that like he went to the island and he found the Oompa Loompas and in brought them back to the factory with him. 
But think. were they, you know, as industrialized well, I don't as think they that were? they had, like, a speedboat back then. I mean, I don't, I don't really yeah, Max, they weren't that industrial. They had only four cocoa beans, you know. Like. They had they had outfits with red, blue, white, and maybe, yellow dyes. Maybe they that Im- is maybe they imported. impressive. Maybe they imported. Maybe they did import. That's true. Shall we, uh, shall we move on to some of your other... Actually, you know, I keep saying... I, I don't have anything else good to say, but I do have one more good thing to say. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key was a welcome reprieve from all the foppish British accents. <laughs> I love that he was just doing, like, his voice, but a little gruffer. Right. Hook'em boy. Hook'em boys. Hook'em boys. That was a good bit. Incredible. Incredible line. I actually, um, you brought up the, like, the unsolved murders bit, and that made me think of a line earlier in the movie. Um, like, he walks by and grabs Wonka's, like, coin collection and just kind of keeps walking. And he says, like, oh, it's going to go to a good cause, like sick kids or something. Orphans. And the fact that, and it's a funny line, but the fact that it was in a wide shot like that made me wonder if, like, that was a line that they went back and, like, ADR'd <laughs> later because it's not a close up of him. But then you get to the unsolved murders line, and it's like, okay, that streak is there throughout the movie. But there were, early on, there were a couple jokes like that, like, like when Larry Chucklesworth is talking about, like, oh, actually, I've only been married one time. Just like a few like jokes where the camera is not on the person saying the joke it's like on somebody else or something mm. else happening so it made me wonder if they felt like um they needed to like punch up the script a bit maybe after like the reception of the trailer and they went back in and were like okay <laughs> what are some moments where we're just kind of on a reaction shot here we i think can, it's like, probably good ADR that they did. yeah yeah, um, yeah. Um, in fact let's let's dive into this adr a little bit more and maybe this could be my first real gripe of the film please um Good lord, the the syncing between the audio tracks and the visuals is really bad in this movie. Um, first shot, Willy Wonka, and I did not pick this up on my original viewing. And wait, uh, because Max, are are you specifically talking about like in general or with the songs? The songs, okay, just the songs. Yes. Gotcha. Um, yeah, although we... there are a lot of lines that seem to be added in post off screen, like Eric mm-hmm. was saying. The first shot of the film is Willy Wonka on top of a boat. He's doing kind of a Jack Sparrow, except the boat's not sinking. He's just up there. And the camera kind of like goes around him and he's singing. He's singing his little song. Um, but his mouth is moving a lot slower than the actual dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um or the, 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 the singing is. Uh, and this is kind of a theme that just continues on, especially with Timothy Chalamet, really bad for Keegan-Michael Key. Yes. During yes. his song. I noticed that, like, from the first viewing. Like, that's not just, like, I'm bored, she's eating corn now, like, stupid nitpick observations. And his mouth is, like, closed like, while he's saying things. Right, well, it's just his energy level is different. Like, in his performance is different than in his singing. So even mm-hmm. if, like, it's synced up well... If you have like a really excited line coming out of someone who doesn't look excited or vice versa, it just it it looks false. Like you can tell. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. It looks bad. Did not like that. Accents. <laughs> the oh. accents. What? Have oh. we talked have you guys talked well, about this? Well, I mean, this? most of these people that are doing the British accents are British, maybe different. Oh, I don't mean British. that. I mean like there are so many different Oh, like there's Accents no consistency. Oh, okay. Where does this movie take okay, place? Th- okay, so this is a thing we've kind of talked about. It's London, in Germany. Well, no, no. Except it's not. London. Listen, so we th- we we've been saying London, but I don't know. There's I've seen like 
French on. Right. They reference. He says Parisian cafe at one point. Yeah, but like, that means that it's not Paris. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen French language. There's been French, English, German. It's a lot of German. Yeah, German. A lot of um, German. I think New, New I th- Jersey. Whenever Keegan Michael Key shows. Oh him. yes. Um. Oh God. His what? mom is Irish for some. Oh reason. yeah. Well, mom is Irish. <laughs> uh, yes, is Sally Hawkins Irish? Irish? Milf, by the way. Well, we'll look. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But we we, we talked about. Um, yeah. Performance Did I say Latin? Night. Oh, she was great. The, the, She's really good. Oh, Stella. like I feel like she should I be. I haven't in a, said it enough the first two she, times. She should be in more than for more than three minutes. She um, is English. She is not Irish. I got to see her twice. She, I I got through that part of the movie, so I did okay. get to see her twice. And was you know her what? part in English when you her watched? Her part it? was in English. Okay. Yes. Highlight both times. Yes. Of um, Act One, definitely. Yes. Oh, also, and I, I believe the uh, the 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 police, the gendarmes, there. Uh, they have patches, I believe that's in Italian. Yeah, um, and his, so, his guard uniform was, like, Central European. Yeah, I, I think this was just trying to be, like, a pan-Euro kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's sort of just, like, a kind of pastiche, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And this is, hmm, I don't know if I want to get into this right now. I think I will. This is maybe, something else I picked up on this film is, I know, I don't think the two of you are very into the tabletop gaming community. Is that true? You know, a little bit. I'm very. I, I know a lot. You know about me and Rude. And there's a little game uh, called Blades in the Dark. Okay. Which is a role playing game that is based off of the works of the video games Thief, uh, Dishonored, <gasps> um, Peaky Blinders. That sort of Peaky fucking blinders. Peaky fucking <laughs> talking blinders. about accents. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Big fuck small. Anyway, so how did... How did so, 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 anyway, 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 so... Tabletop games... Blades in the Dark yeah. takes place in a uh, pan-European city. That is okay. half Prague, half Venice, half London. Mm-hmm. Three halves. Um, it takes place in this city where everything is kind of controlled by gangs or industries. Um, and they sell ghosts to people. That's another big thing. Oh. This movie is that, but with ghosts instead of... Or chocolate instead of ghosts. Like... <laughs> tit for tat the 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 game is all about doing heists or selling drugs out on the street that is what this this is movie is they do a heist famously at the end they do a heist they're running through the tunnels Mm -hmm. i was like this is just what that is and you know what's crazy is that that is not the only willa wonka uh tabletop game and i'm not going to talk about the other one because it's it's got a bad reputation. Okay. Yes. Um, I, I, I would love to hear some of these like more specific any, nuanced any, nitpicks, but I think did... OSR fans out there will know what I'm talking okay. about when I say I'm not going to talk about that other one. I, I did want to jump to something that I don't know for a fact that it's on your list, but I assume it is because earlier you offhandedly referred to uh, Timothy Chalamet doing a bad Jim Carrey impression. I get the sense that you were not a fan of his performance no, in this movie. No, I, I was not. Mm. And, you know, and we've talked about this... his performance already, so we're just kind of kind of let you give your say. We won't... Part uh, of this is definitely the um, Wonka jealousy. <laughs> um, I will say straight up, part of this is definitely that. Um, I understand. But no, I, I don't think his performance is very good at all. And I, I couldn't put my finger on what was wrong with it. I knew it was bad from the trailer. Like I knew I was like, this is not good. Um, he looks dead in the eyes when he's smiling. I don't know. Timothy Chalamet shouldn't look happy. That's my opinion. <laughs> he doesn't have the face for it. Oh come on! No, he doesn't. He has. He has. Uh, he has true a certain actor real house syndrome as an actor. Yes. 
Uh, and and so I, it was strange to see right. him try to be, like, lovable. I um, commend him for trying to stretch from that wheelhouse. Um, I and don't. Performance I performance has grown on me, but I also see where you're coming I, from. Yeah, I wish he would have just stuck with being solemn. What um What is your, like, relationship with him as an actor outside of this movie? Obviously, I know that you're a fan of Dune, but do you like him more when he kind of sticks within that certain... Uh, character type you know what i i learned from this movie is that i i only like him in dune because i like dune okay yeah not um like french dispatch you don't like him in that i think he's good in french dispatch yeah yeah i think it's a well-written character and i think he plays it well okay um which i guess is true for paul in dune um I know, he's, he's kind of got a weird face, too. He's got, like, a baby <laughs> face, but he's got, like... I think this is the, the Wonka jealousy coming very through Very adult-looking face. Um, right. Can I... Uh, so, wait, uh, this just a little note on accents, just to go back to it real quick. Sure. Uh, Olivia Coleman, super cockneyed up. Uh, she says, at one point, she says the popular British slang word, blimey, but she kind of says oh, it like, blimey, blimey, and it's kind of sound like she's saying blow me, and I'm like, that's funny. There is one part where she says, a bigger house in the country, and it sounds like she's talking about buying a big house, mm-hmm. but because her previous lines are about what she's going to do with her new money, and it's like, uh, nose job, facelift, bigger ass in the country, it sounds like she's saying she's going to get a bigger ass. Uh... <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Oh, accents on the accents real quick. Um, there is a large variety of accents in this movie, but I did write down this time. Um, this is a, this is a new segment called, um, favorite ways that people pronounce Wonka's name. Uh, in third place, the traditional Wonka, uh, most people pronounce mm, his last mm, name. Uh-huh. It's how it's spelled. I don't know, know how else be. you would pronounce it. Um, in second place is Bleacher referring to him as Mr. Wonka, sort of Wonka, with an R on Wonka. the end. Like Wanker. Yes. And then in first place, uh, you know him, you love him, Arthur Slugworth, referring to him as Huanka with an H at the beginning. Mister, so this has Huanka. been uh, favorite ways to pronounce Wonka's name. I like the chocolate cartel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have High spoken point. very highly of Slugworth. I didn't. The past two days. I didn't think I would like them. I did. I liked them a lot. Um, I was always happy. You when know, they were on screen together. I the chocolate cartel. I I I, I have been liking them. Uh. The one who's starting to get on my nerves is, is it Pendrose? Pen- Gerald. The, Gerald. Yes. yes, he's the one. He's got a little, he's, he wears yellow. He's got a little Hitler mustache. Uh, I first thought he was like, oh, kind of cute, funny. You know, he does, he does a thing where like he says a metaphor, like a, um, a metaphor pseudonym, like literally. Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. His bits have just been seeming extra annoying. There is, uh, when he's singing a song, he says this really funny, conscience, nonsense. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. But yeah, I don't know. I was getting, yeah. I was getting. He's, he's my least favorite of the three, but I, yeah. I enjoy the cartel. Yeah. He was um, number one for me. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, he was number one for me the first time, but mm-hmm. you know. No, I've been mm-hmm. Slugworth, ride or die. Oh yeah, Slugworth's, Slugworth's pretty good. Uh, Slugworth, stronger character, but uh, the yellow one, whose <laughs> name I can't remember. I uh, like his little glasses. Pro- Prodnose, I think. Gerald, Gerald Prodnose. Um, I, this time I particularly enjoyed the way that Slugworth says, books. I, I liked how he says uh, when he, he shakes Willie's hand for the first time. He's like, this is a business handshake. It, me, it, me, it lets them know I mean business. Yes. Well, we could uh, we could do oh, Slugworth yes. impressions of course, all day. Of course. But I sort of, um, 
since you you've been the first Timothy dissenter Ooh. uh so far sort of the first person I'm sorry overtly other folks have liked Timothy in this Well role. you are our se- you are our his second guest best performance or anything or even close but I I I am charmed by it but um I'm going to use this as the opportunity to do some Timmy trivia. I have some Timmy Ooh. trivia questions. Um, Timmy trivia. Who was the other finalist that, the, besides Carlin, obviously, who was the first choice, but once he passed, who was the other finalist that uh, the role came down to between Timothy and Fuck. A, Donald Glover, B, Ryan Gosling, C, Tom Holland, or D, Ezra Miller? Uh, it was B, Ryan Gosling. No. Are you serious? Well, no, no. no. I, I don't know the answer. Um, I feel like Tom Holland's too obvious. Ryan Gosling, it's, hot, it's Barbie. Um, I'm going to guess Donald Glover because I feel like I heard that somewhere. It was Tom Holland. Oh, Are damn. you serious? Yes, Tom Holland. Um, the other three were all considered before Paul King joined, just when Warner mm-hmm. Brothers first decided that they were going to make this movie. Those were three of the people in contention. Now I feel bad for Timothy. He's 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 yeah. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's probably a little too old to be a young one. Now Paul King says that uh, even though it came down to the two of them allegedly, that Timothy was always his number one choice for the role, and he says he was inspired by one particular uh, Timothy Chalamet performance. <laughs> Uh, to cast him in this role. Mm. So what do you think was the movie or movie-going experience that inspired Paul King to cast Timothy Chalamet? Was it A, seeing Call Me By Your Name and Lady Bird on the same day and being impressed that a young actor could display such a range of emotions and characters? Mm. Was it B, seeing him in French Dispatch and being impressed with the way that he was still able to bring... Uh, authentic human emotion and vulnerability to such a heightened story and world or was it c uh seeing him in dune and being impressed by his ability to lead a large blockbuster and not get swallowed up by the franchise trappings see now i thought you were gonna say seeing Um, him in dune and being able to lead the army of fremen oh yeah um (laughs) which you know what that's impressive that that would be Real good decide. That's impressive. That desert power that he called. <laughs> yes. Timmy's so, Timmy's so got desert power. He's dude? got box office no, power. No. I I do not. I'm gonna say French just dispatch just because I feel like the energy he brings in that performance is similar to is much more similar to his Wonka performance than the other two. I'm also gonna say French dispatch. It does feel as though he is playing a heightened, an even more heightened version of that character. The answer is none of the above. Paul King was inspired to cast Timothy Chalamet by watching a rap music video (laughs) that Timothy Chalamet created in high school uh, for a song called Statistics, parentheses, Miss Lawton, that he created as an extra credit project for his statistics class taught by Miss Lawton uh, because Paul King believed that this video demonstrated Timothy's singing and dancing abilities. Uh, Bobby, can we play the footage? Can we play the clip? That was a pretty nice clip. That's good. That's yeah, good. I didn't think. hear it. <laughs> Here, wait, wait. Let, let's take it. Let's take it again. Let's do a problem. Let us see the probability you see me on TV. I didn't hear it. <laughs> Shut up. It's not working for me. Oh my God. Next question. <laughs> um, what singing and dancing ability? 
How many questions do you have left? Take it up. Those are the only questions, but oh, I, had, okay. I had another sort of like a game that I wanted to do with. I, I guess both of you um, can give your input here because you both have sort of Wonka experience. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have more than Max, but... Who... <laughs> <laughs> well you yeah. have more you have more wonka experience but he has more of a desire to perhaps see sure. someone else in the role besides timothy chalamet so i'm gonna rattle off some people and you tell me if they would be wonka-er or wonkier if they would do a better <laughs> job like as like wonka it. and be wonka-er or if it would be bad and it would be wonkier so okay well this is wonka-er or wonkier okay. uh killian like murphy game uh oh <laughs> Uh, He's a little old, wonkier. 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 Okay. Not wouldn't work for a origin story, but, but wonkier. Okay. That's the good one, right? Won- <laughs> I no, wonky, I see the wonky, wonkier is Wonka-er the Wonka-er is the good one because it's more Wonka. It's Wonka-er. Wonkier is the bad one because it's wonky. Yeah, yeah I'm saying wo- I'm Wonka-er. I'm saying okay. wonkier. Okay. He's got an energy he could really bring to it that I think was lacking. Tim Allen. <laughs> wonkier all right no. i feel like i need to ask the question is this for the film that we watched or just just, just a saying, Wonka? he runs a large factory uh populated by small workers sure but are we talking in it for the question are we trying to say would it be wonka-er for this film a lot of Wonka-er people skew a lot of these choices skew a little bit older than timothy okay, okay. um i'm gonna keep that in mind when i answer this okay okay I then say, I, yeah i'm changing sorry I will say Wonka-er. He has the power from the Santa you Claus You genuinely movies. think that okay. Tim Allen would be better right. than Timothy Shaw. I've right. seen the Santa Claus TV show. Given given these new parameters... We've all seen the Santa Claus TV show. <laughs> given, given, the, given these Carlin. new parameters, I say... I change, I redact my answer for Killian Murphy. Murphy. I say he's Wonka-er. I say Tim Allen, definitely wonkier. Get that man out of here. He's okay. already directing all those elves. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Oh, wonkier. Chris Pine. Wonkier. Uh, Wonka-er. Wonkier. Wonker. You think you think so for both the Chris's? You say muscular. Okay, and um, of the like three, it's always Sunny guys. Glenn, Rob, Charlie, rank their ability to play Willy Wonka. Um, um, uh, uh, I think I think Glenn, then Charlie, then the third one. I don't. Yeah, know. I absolutely. Yeah, I think I, I think too. the the easy way I would say Charlie Day first, but I don't think Charlie Day has the anger. No. I think there oh. are some Timothy line readings in this movie that are a little Charlie Day-esque, but I think that Glenn, particularly his performance in Blackberry, made me feel that he could uh, play sort of Still a more sadistic... That. It's very good. He could play a more sadistic Willy Wonka. So this has been Wonka-er or Wonkier. That's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so... Give me more. Are we good to... Um, you know, I, I had I had a couple more bits, but I think maybe we'll save them. Yeah, we'd say, give me one day. more. I want one more bit. I like your bits, man. Um, well, this is this would be kind of a long, this would be a bit of a long bit, so I think I'll save it. For All right, I guess I'll just All right, have to okay. Well, oh, okay, wait, one last question. Okay. One, and this oh, is, I, I got a, I got a little bit more to say okay. actually. This is an open-ended question. Sure, no right or wrong answer. Uh, Wonka says that he's been nearly eaten by a lot of things, and all they ever got was a nibble. <laughs> Where do you think he was nibbled, and by what? Um, tapeworm. I think he's definitely had a tapeworm. Yeah, tapeworm makes sense. Uh, I I have to imagine that he like got some hair bit off by like a shark or something. Spends a lot of time out in the water. I um, feel like he also like um, 
went into like a wrong a name. Tale. He tried to like sell chocolate in like a wrong neighborhood and like you know, people just either like the population was very lactose intolerant and he was selling milk chocolates or like the people just weren't really loving his chocolate vibe. And yeah, they like beat him up or something. Probably got bit by a goose. A goose. He's got those golden geese. And a little alligator. He probably tried to jump on the alligator's heads like in like Pitfall or something. And he's like, mm. rum, 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 rum. maybe uh, maybe like a lover. Maybe got like oh. send nibbled. Nibbled has a certain connotation. I don't think maybe. Willy Wonka's you know, had a lover. You think he's a virgin? Yeah, this is something I do want to explore more. He spends in... all of his time on chocolate. <laughs> more in the show later. Well, he had he had, he delivers such a great line to Bleacher, where he's like, you know, uh, be thankful for an ankle. Um, she'll be she'll pleased, be pleased to, see to see your knees. knees. If you want to make her sigh, show, show her your thigh. thigh. Bleacher looks good. Yeah, in his in his little he's leader hosen. Um. So Max, what? Um. We've been recording for a bit, but. Max, what are some other thoughts? Yeah, maybe some have? closing. Yeah, so closing I thoughts. I did have something to say here, which was, um, you know, where's where's the darkness of Wonka? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, this is something that doesn't really come up here, but like, mm-hmm. where's the turn? There I'm is. In... This is supposed to be a Wonka origin story. I'm doing quotation marks. He does kind Wonka of murder. Origin. He does. He does kind of murder all the chocolate cartel at the end. We were talking about this. Like, it's like, do they go up in the stratosphere? Do they? fall plummet back you know well that's like that is the only sort of like dastardly thing that yeah, he does that's true there's a hint towards it but there's there's an arc somewhere that we're missing mm-hmm. where once yeah, Wonka right. has kind of taken over mm-hmm. you know where does he turn right yeah. how come when we see gene wilder or uh johnny depp in the 2005 movie how come you know where where has his his friends gone where has um that little girl gone where has telephone operator gone or chucklesworth everybody's favorite right where's mr crunch uh, he went back to his family remember he lived halfway across the country so he probably doesn't get yeah. to visit uh, uh chucklesworth became a good successful comedian and got reunited with his wife yes i suppose but like did yes. all these people he started die a, uh, he started a podcast called the larry chucklesworth experience oh yeah oh yeah it's... he just seems so depressed when he opens up his Wonka chocolate factory to everyone and he's a madman he's killing children left and right that is not the Wonka I well, saw in you know, this movie you know it's that's actually really funny because you know we, we've observed and you know I think older people will always they always hate on the younger generations like oh what's up with today's generation you know Wonka who's in the business of like you know making food for well people but may, a lot of children and maybe he just sees them become more and more ungrateful and you know that's really jaded him over the years I don't disagree with that take. It's just that we don't right. see sure. any of course, You're right. You right. bring up movie. a good point, and I wanted this is like a, a, a serious note that I had with the movie. Um, early on, when he first goes to the gallery gourmet to do his like presentation and show the hover chocks, and he sticks his cane down, and it sticks into the ground. <laughs> and that's clearly supposed to be a reference to the scene in the original movie where we first see Wonka walking out of the chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. He has his cane. Of course. And then it gets stuck in the ground and he seems like he's going to fall over. Like, oh my God, he's old. He's frail. He's going to fall over. And then he very gracefully does like a somersault and stands up. Famously, this that scene in the original movie was Gene Wilder's idea. And he said when he read the script, he felt it was missing something. He came up with that idea and he said, I'm only going to do the movie if we put this scene in. Because from that point on the audience will not know if they can trust Wonka because he's so addicted to being a showman that like you can't trust him. Yeah. Um, he's really nice in and this. And 
um, well, that that's the thing is that that moment with the cane sticking into the ground, which serves a purpose in the original movie um, as a sign of the fact that you can't trust him. Here, it's just sort of reduced to like an affectation yeah. or a quirk. Um, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's got this cane and there's a little flag that pops out of yeah. it. And so I think that speaks to the main issue with the movie, which is that it's like a really fun movie that's kind of missing the thing that it's supposed to be about. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. You know, there's there's really one moment where something terrible happens because of Willy Wonka and it is the yeti sweat that he gives to everybody. I feel like such a fucking idiot saying this. <laughs> this is just... <laughs> This really feels like that, um, well, anyway, so the Yeti sweat, um, that he gives to everybody makes them grow hair all over their faces. Um, and that's not even his fault, right? He was set up. Right. It was a inside job against Wonka. Um, I think, you know, if there was a turn there, maybe, maybe if we had pushed, sort of condensed, cut some of act one, and this was like the end of act one where he's like, the people are not grateful for my chocolates. Mm -hmm. So I poisoned them all with Yeti sweat. And now you'll see, right? right? There are a lot of plot-based complications in the movie, not a lot of character-based complications. Yes. There's no dark side to this Wonka. So I don't know. Maybe that's something that they want to explore in a future film. Maybe just like the chocolate factory. That's the title, right? Mm -hmm. Where he builds his chocolate empire. Um, but yeah, there was there was there was a serious lack of like seriousness. It, seriousness, mm-hmm. yes, and also you know how did Wonka become the way that he is? Right, we're introduced to Wonka as this man that just wants to share chocolate with the world, and we leave Wonka as someone who has shared chocolate with the world and is content with that. There is a gap there that we are missing, uh, which I was disappointed with. You know, I really thought that this could have been, you know, something kind of diving into you know what does it mean to have that much success what does it mean um to be essentially uh, a monopoly monarch um and you we, know we don't get to see that this is a thing i noted <laughs> that he's very he's surprisingly is very fast to adapt to the idea of imminent death like you know he and noodle about to drown in the chocolate fat this is a scene i've brought up every episode so far (laughs) but it's a real sticking point it's 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 a real sticking point for me but um he's like you know we're gonna giant chocolate anyway so and maybe you know and like this is it's not like this is very explored well but you know maybe that's you know one of the things you know he's 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 had so many near-death experiences uh he's it seems like he's come to terms with his own mortality and you know maybe you know as the years go on (laughs) he loses touch with reality and that's how Wonka becomes Wonka. But you I know, mean, that's yeah. really, that's reading really deep. That's what it, you could so. ex- extrapolate from that. But like, why isn't this in the movie? I right. feel like that would be right. interesting. Also insane. Um, Wonka almost dies in chocolate, right? He almost drowns. The last thing he would see is this orphan um, who he's failed. What the fuck is he doing to Augustus glute? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Hey, I feel like Wonka of hey. all people would know how terrible of a fate that would be. Maybe that's maybe Augustus should have fucking stayed on the path and you know not like you know it's not it's like it's like what dumb idiot He's little kid testing these kids yeah. to see if yeah, he can on, find man. a successor as worthy. Um, or a companion as worthy as Noodle was. Maybe he's lost Noodle in the intervening years. Um, maybe she's died. Maybe he's killed her. Maybe she's just moved away. And so he's putting these children unsolved through some murders. of the same the unsolved murders. <laughs> he's putting these children through the same trials that noodle was put through to see if they can succeed augustus um, gloop failed 
where noodles yeah. succeeded. Exactly. And um, in, in in closing, Carlin, I wanted to say I wanted to give you an apology. You know, you, oh, yeah. uh, sort of. I feel like I was kind of giving you grief because you kept bringing up the um, the drowning in chocolate. Oh, scene it's and okay. You were talking about the viscosity yes. of the, the chocolate mm-hmm. last night. Um, so liquid. Yes. Not chocolate. See? That's, yes. that's See? chocolate milk. Last night, you know, maybe I was sort of rolling my eyes a little bit, sort of like, oh my God, this scene again. Mm-hmm. But today uh, I saw a tweet that said that uh, <laughs> it looked like he was covered in poo-poo water instead of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and looking at that picture of him, I thought, you know what? He does look like he's covered in poo-poo water yep. instead of chocolate. Yep. Um, and, you know, but hey, our job here with this podcast is we're trying to find the poo-poo water in this movie and turn it into chocolate. There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, Max, do you have any final thoughts or things you want to say about this movie? Uh, I I hope, I hope, honestly, I hope they do a sequel. Um, yeah. And I hope that they do age him a bit. Um, do they, so age Timothy up or get a different actor? Get a different actor. Killian Maybe Murphy. Killian? Or, yeah. you know, yeah. what if, like, this could come... Really you know, wait, wait. <laughs> you know, wait, 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 wait. You no, know, listen, you know how Denis is like, oh, you know, I'd love to do a Dune Messiah, but Timmy's got to age up a little more. What if, in the same way, you do a Wonka Messiah after he's aged a little more? And just like in Dune, he's no longer the shiny, like, faced hero that, you know, saved, the, saved Arrakis. No, he's now you know, this big bear and, you know, Wonka and Dune have a lot of parallels when you think about it. They have a lot more than I would have expected going into this movie, yes. Um, No, I I honestly would like to see them actually try to do, like, a hero-to-dark story for Wonka, which I do not think is going to happen. I think next there will be... James and the Giant Peach hey, movie. Hey, hey, he did. Nice uh, Paul King did Paddington and Paddington Two, and the critics say Paddington Two is the way to go. So you know, I don't Does know. Does he turn evil in that one? I don't know. Probably not, but people like it. Um. Oh, and I hated those chocolates. All those chocolates look disgusting. Oh. They all look like colored white chocolate. Gross. It it sort of Just has brown the for like me, um like cake boss effect. You know, where you like <laughs> see, you watch these reality shows about people baking all these crazy cakes. And it's like, oh my god, they come up with all these impressive impressive designs. They're like sculptures. This is so amazing. And then you look at how they made it, and it's like mostly just Rice Krispie treats and PVC oh, pipe. And you're like, yeah. well, that's not a cake, though. Yeah, so, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it's, some of them look like they're like Easter egg shells or something. Yeah. Um, Max, uh, do you have... Um, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been... You know, probably the best viewing experience for Wonka that I could possibly have. So I'm, I appreciate I'm, you giving this to me. I'm so glad. Um, now, Max, uh, is there anything, if, if you'd like to, um, is there anywhere that our lovely listeners and viewers could find you? Or are there any projects you're working on that you'd love to share? Uh, yes, uh, actually, you can find me. I am a Wonka fan uh, on... Uh... <laughs> on uh wonka book okay so you, you just look up <laughs> in there wonkapedia wonkapedia um i'm on uh wonkler <laughs> wonka gram it's sort of the uh wonka onceler slash fit website I, wait wonkler. yo hey Golden are, are you on are you on w are you on w <laughs> yes i am on w as well okay good. um and uh, if you go to your local grocery store and just look for the largest peach, if you open that up, I will also be in there. Eric. Um, it's me and the grasshopper. Eric, do you have any final thoughts today or anything you're looking forward to in your your next viewing? Um, You know, we're reaching the halfway point yep. here. We've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of laughs so far. But I think uh, 
It's time to get serious. It's time to get serious. I'll just leave it at that. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The well, day shall come. Guys, remember, it's it's not about it's not just about the chocolate. It's it's about, about who you share it with. Who you share it with. And Max, we're so glad we shared our chocolate with you today. Yeah. Don't say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. It's gross, man. Bye-bye. Willy Wonka.